1995. 90, 95, 94, one of them. Um, it, we're in the 90s. That's that I know. Um, yeah, it's uh, Wednesday, and that means Media Boat Podcast. This is where your source for film, television, music, and video game news is not necessarily in that order. I'm burping. I'm burping up my Pepsi. That's that, that cherry that, vanilla. That cherry vanilla Pepsi. It's delicious. Uh, I'm Matt. He's Mike. Hmm? Yep. Oh, yeah. I'm Mike. He's Matt. We're the Media Boat Podcast. Yes. Here see Wednesdays. We've and, already said our name three times. You know this is going to be a good one. Oh, yeah. This is definitely going to be a long episode for you guys. We got yeah. three different thoughts we got to go through. So let's get rolling then. Uh, first things first is box office numbers for the past weekend for movies. What was your number one movie this week? This weekend, I called it because I yeah. saw this coming a mile away. Yes. Medea. Medea. Oh, sorry. Tyler Perry's. Yes. Medea. Sorry. Halloween you have to say the whole name of this movie. Which is boo. Ty- no, no, Tyler Perry's. Tyler Perry's boo, boo to Madea Halloween. <laughs> so it's a possessive like title, and it's an interjective. A boo, and it's a sequel. And it's 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 a subtitle, and it's all a sequel. And, so it's fun. <laughs> yeah. So another Tyler Perry joint. Yeah. Um, makes it a number one movie once again, parodying uh horror genre movies, people stuff. Yeah, it seems like, um, I don't know, uh, I didn't see the first one, um, but it did really, really well. So, no surprise that this thing debuted at number one. It's going to make some buco bucks yeah. in um, in cinemas, and it won't stop anytime soon. Until so, the end of November. Yeah, probably. the end of this week. Uh, yep. You mean October. Yep. In November, that would be really impressive. If yeah, it if it was through November. Until, yeah, that would be really great, yeah. but no. No, end of October. Um... <laughs> So yeah, I'm at the start of because uh, I was thinking end of October, yeah, start, of start of November. November, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, what so else? yeah, uh, so that was number one with twenty one million dollars. Yup. Number two was Geostorm. Yes. Well, I always want to name my Geo do when I get them. Yeah. yeah just name Geostorm. Geostorm. Yep. Number two at the <laughs> box office with thirteen million dollars. That's just the Alolan form. <laughs> uh, number three was Happy Death Day with a sixty four percent drop, dropping yeah. from number one. But it had four new movies coming in, so yeah, it makes sense. Makes sense. And it, it was topped by another seasonal, like Halloweenish movie, so it makes sense. Yep, uh, nine million dollars make that number three. Yep. Blade Runner twenty forty nine still hanging in the top five. Yeah. Uh, with another seven million dollars, yeah. bringing its total to seventy four million. So still mega disappointing for how much that movie cost, but it's getting closer. Right, so. it'll get closer. But at least people who are seeing it are still saying positive things about it. That's good, yeah. It's yeah, good. word of mouth has been positive. Yes. So, yeah, do go see that if you haven't. Yeah. And that brings us to the number five movie yes. of the box office week, and that is Only the Brave. Yes. With $6 million. That's Firefighters. Yeah. movie. Yep. And just uh, in case you were wondering, Michael Fassbender movie, The Snowman, <laughs> debuted at number eight. With $3 million. Okay. $35 million budget. But you didn't see The Snowman, but what you did see this week was Only the Brave. Uh, yes. you want to talk about that briefly? So I have to talk about it. I mean, yeah. I mean, you have thoughts up on the site, uh, but uh, tell me uh, what you thought about it. Oh, the title of the, my article says it all. 
Yes, yes, it does. Yes, it does. You, Only you, the brave made me cry. It made you cry. It made me cry. Yeah, so I read. Tears. I read your review, so it seems like you liked it. Well, yeah, you did, did, because yeah, did. our chief editor for the website. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I read everything. You, you, you have to read everything, out. right? Unlike you. Uh, anyways. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I don't think you read anything. Yet. Anyways, um, yeah. So. That's not true. I actually pulled up uh, your our weekend. Uh, New releases, so tell my dad what was out this weekend. Oh, that's convenient. Yeah. Yeah, but I barely write that. <laughs> I compiled that. Okay, so you compiled it. But yes, good use is the way it's supposed to be used. Yes. Um, yeah, so so you saw this, you thought the acting was good, and you thought that it worked as a, an ensemble piece. Oh, yes, it's definitely an ensemble piece. Yeah. Um, if one person does stand out of all this, it is definitely Josh Brolin's character. Right. Um, I didn't realize how old he is. Or at least this movie makes him look really older than he probably is. I think he's been in movies for a few decades now, so it checks out. Yeah. So yeah, he's he's getting older, but also they may have done that for his character. Right. It seems like he's in for his character, too. Yeah. But yeah, uh, acting this thing is top-notch. Um, makes you really, definitely not some people, but you really care for the character. Definitely based on a true story, which makes this uh, even more of a, like, a heartbreaking story, if yeah. I can say that without spoiling much. No, 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 that's fair. Yeah. I mean, you don't you think that the movie about firefighters is going to have that happy of an ending. At least I wouldn't think so. I would go in knowing, like, okay, at least half of these people are going to die. This is going to go badly for at least one of these characters. I'm trying to think if there is a firefighter movie where someone yeah. doesn't die. No, I don't think there is. I think it's required. Yeah. It's like a movie about a dog. There's going to be a death. <laughs> Wait, like, hate you, if the you. dog is gonna die, or someone, or gonna somebody die. around the dog, or something. No, 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 no. no. Hotel for dogs. Hotel no for death. dogs. There's no death. No death. But that's a kids movie. Well, maybe the, maybe there's a plural dogs rule. If there's multiple dogs, none of them will die. But if there's one dog, it is guaranteed to die. But what about all dogs go to heaven? That's multiple dogs. <laughs> <laughs> that's the exception because the plot is literally about them dying. What about the sequel then? I don't remember <laughs> All Dogs Go to Heaven 2. But what I do remember about Only the Brave is... Yes. It made me really appreciate Miles Teller, which normally I <laughs> don't. <laughs> that's, the second, that's the second time in a re- like that you've said this about a movie that you saw this last week, about, usually I hate this person, but they were good in this. Who's the other person? In your review of, of um, um, your thoughts on the website uh, up for Battle of the Sexes. You mentioned how much you usually hate Sarah Silverman. Oh, yeah. But how much she was good in this. Well, which you... I had to edit that line because I thought you came across too blunt. Uh. <laughs> so I fixed it. Okay. But, yeah. <laughs> I, I rephrased well, cause, it. Because she's in there, like, very briefly. Yeah. Like, especially, like, in the beginning. And then she, like, pops in and out here and there. But we'll get to that later. <laughs> but, but, yeah, look at the brave. Um, yeah. Normally, I really don't care for Miles Teller, but he's yeah. actually good. Uh, I appreciate him in this film. Uh, he is one of the, I guess, two or three main characters, you want to call it that? Yeah. Because uh, this is definitely, like I said, an ensemble piece. Uh, dealing with fires in Arizona, which apparently go on for nine months out of the year. Damn. Uh, they mentioned that. Uh, bring tissues. Yep. Manly man tears. Manly man tears. will be shat. Yes. I think everyone in my family cried. We saw this. Aww. I know Kristen cried. I know I cried. Pretty sure my mom cried. So, uh, so you give I'm this pretty, five hankies like, out of five. Uh, well, there's four of us, so four hankies out of five. Four hankies out of five. Okay, so on our scale of uh, see it, 
stream it or pass, what are you, uh, what are you giving this one? Uh, for me, this is a go see it. All right. Yep. So go see it. Uh, it sounds like it's worth your time and your uh, body liquids. Yes. <laughs> All right. Oh yeah, gotta put Moving that up there. Moving <laughs> on to movie news. No, no, no. We have no. other thoughts. You want to talk about the other movie we saw? Yes, Battle of the Sexes. So this is a couple weeks old now, but you did see this movie. Yes, I did see this movie. Um, my thoughts are also up on this on mediabopodcast.com if you want to read more about his thinking about only the brave and also Battle of the Sexes. So this is, of course, the uh, tennis movie about mostly about Billie Jean King. Yes, it's mostly about Billie Jean King, a uh, great tennis player during the seventies, yeah. um, who. Battle Bobby Riggs right. in what ended up being Battle of the Sexes 2. Right. Uh, the movie actually does mention that there was a first one, but they didn't call it Battle of the Sexes. It was just an exhibition match. Sure. Or at least the movie doesn't but acknowledge this, it. this is the one that they made a big deal out of. Yes. Because. Because, spoiler alert, she wins. Yeah. Which I thought everyone knew. Yeah. I thought everyone knew she won, but apparently not. No, yeah, she totally won. Yeah. Did you know that? <laughs> yes, I did. Okay. Kristen didn't know that. Yeah. Well, Weird. yeah, it's not discussed because the, the, the fact that it happened was interesting enough in right. a lot of cases. But yeah, she totally wins and owns him. So, yeah. over there. <laughs> I mean, that, that's definitely not a spoiler, or maybe it is. No. It's, history is not a spoiler. See, that's what I thought. That'd be like saying, oh, by the way, the Titanic sinks. See, but the, <laughs> the movie opens with the Titanic sinking. <laughs> that's true. But see, I thought that was that was no knowledge that she, uh, she yeah. wins. Generally, I mean, it depends on who. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So you like this as well? Another, uh, another yeah. movie where you like the acting. It seems like Emma Stone's really good. Yes, Emma Stone is definitely really good at this. Uh, she is definitely trying for the Oscar here. And Steve Carell does a good job of be, being an asshole. Oh yeah. Much. Yes. <laughs> uh, just think like Michael Scott. Yeah. To, to be, an but not asshole. as dumb. But not dumb. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like just, just mean. Just but replace dumb with gambling addict. Yeah, gambling addict, bigot guy. Yes. Yeah, that sounds about right. So a 70s man. Yeah. <laughs> 70s Pretty much. man. Pretty much. Yep. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, uh, uh, I kind of want to see this movie up for a costume design. Yeah? Yeah. It's very era-appropriate. Really, it is definitely era-appropriate. Um, they even, like, for, for what was essentially the Women's Tennis League that yeah. they started, like, had designers and so that was actually a kind of plot point in the movie right which i thought was cool yeah that's cool yeah and it was kind of kick-ass cool. um it does drag a little bit because it does steer away from tennis yeah you were saying that it uh, shares a surprising amount of uh, uh screen time for a love story yes uh for the billy jean king character yes which is interesting <laughs> yes i did not expect that no uh, I mean, I knew that it happened in real life. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I so didn't again, know that again, another thing that I thought was um, well-known common, well known knowledge, yes. but apparently not, because it surprised my mom and dad. Oh, that she was a lesbian? Yes. That she remains a lesbian? Yes. Yeah, uh, it's pretty obvious when you see her in, like, interviews and stuff. Right. I mean, that's the thing, is that beyond being known for this, she's also known for being a prominent athlete who became a lesbian. Or who was a lesbian? It's like it, that's kind of the other thing Billie Jean King is known for. Right. It was <laughs> it was beating a man during te- for right. tennis and coming out as yeah, a, coming out. a yeah. yeah. I thought that was well known knowledge. Apparently not. Uh, 
Who knew? Apparently, my knowledge is severely different from <laughs> other people's knowledge. Well, you're learning all sorts of things through yeah. Battle of the Sexes, then. Yeah. But yeah, so it seems like it accomplishes what it's set out to do. Oh, yeah. Um, and that being said, acting this is definitely great. Um, even Sarah Silverman. Even Sarah Silverman. <laughs> I like Sarah Silverman. I think you're a little harsh. Yes. She's not my cup of tea in terms of comedy. It's fair. But in terms of the character she was playing, definitely well casted. Um, there's also like a couple other comedians in this. Yeah. Uh, Fred Armisen pops up. Of course he does. Yes. Why not? Uh, also, um, uh, the other guy. Bill Parnell. Or Chris Parnell. Chris Parnell. Yeah, Chris Parnell pops sure. up in a small bit as a radio host. All right. Why not? Yeah. Okay, so uh, scale what? it, uh, see it, stream it, pass. Stream it, stream definitely it. stream it. Because yeah, it's not something you need to rush out to see on the big screen. Right, but definitely when it comes out to stream, and that was bad. That was bad. That was bad. Uh, not 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 uh, not <laughs> Texas. No, the 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 Astros just hit uh, home run. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, this game's tied. Yeah, um, we'll get to that later. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, Battle of Sexes, definitely stream it. It should be available streaming by the time award season comes around. Should get some awards. Like I said, costume, maybe episode. Uh, I think it's, it's a little early. It's a little early to tell. A little early still. Yeah. But hopefully costume. It's sad. It's October, and it's still too early. Yes. God, the Academy Awards is broken. Anyways. Well, well it recently <laughs> got more broken. Yeah. But we'll get to that later. Yeah. Okay, uh, so that's your thoughts. Uh, you didn't see anything else, right? Mm. I didn't see anything else. No, I mean... So... Yeah, no. Okay, then we can move on to movie news. Okay, movie What's news. What's new in the world of movies this week? In terms of movie news, we're going to talk about this man right here. Okay. That is one Samuel L. Jackson. That's uh, one motherfucking Samuel L. Jackson on this motherfucking podcast. Yes, and in case <laughs> you think you said that wrong, he will teach you how to properly say that. Oh, okay. As Samuel L. Jackson will be doing a master class. <laughs> oh, boy. It's hard not to say motherfucker would say his name. A motherfucking master class. Yes. <laughs> or a, a master motherfucking class. That works too. Yes. Uh, on acting. <laughs> Available. Uh, we just earned our explicit warning. Oh, yeah, we earned it. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, on acting, available for a one-time fee of $90. <laughs> okay. Yep. Uh, he <laughs> is... Samuel L. Ja uh, Jackson has played over 100 roles over a 45-year uh, film career. Other instructors in Masterclass include Martin Scorsese, Chandra Rhimes, Dustin Hoffman, Kevin Spacey, and Steve Martin. Oh. By tip. By take, by taking this class, <laughs> you will learn how to. You, you need a reset there. You're skipping like a disc man. <laughs> you, you will learn how to break down a script, leverage your voice, embody your character, improve okay. your auditioning skills, and collaborate in the industry. Okay. Yep. Uh, there's no. I did not see a timetable for when this was re be released. I guess is November, but because it is an online course for Masterclass, yeah. you can stream it whenever you want. Cool. For $90. $90. $90. That's not bad. Yeah. It's not bad. Uh, for people who aren't looking for that kind of thing, I guess. Right. And, and he's done a lot of iconic roles. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, he's kind of been doing the same thing for like, what, three decades now? So... He's doing something yeah. right. I know, yeah. So <laughs> forty-five clearly, years, clearly, four decades. Forty-five the man years. Knows what he's doing. Yes. 
Okay. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, moving on. Batman. Do, 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 do. What about Batman? No, that is the Gotham Awards. That doesn't actually have to do with Batman, does it? No, it's, it's, it's with the <laughs> independent uh, indie films. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes more sense. Yep. So what's up with Gotham Awards? Uh, they will be honoring indie films. And you don't say. Guess what is leading the nominations? Uh, the Big Sick. No. No? That's got, that's got two. Oh, okay. Then something else is leading? Yes. Uh... I don't know. Is it not Big Sick? Way back in February. Oh, God. You're making me really exercise my brain here. A little movie came out. A little movie. Uh, by first-time director Jordan Peele. Oh, Get Out! Okay. <laughs> yeah, Get Out leads the and independent that movie. Boys. became a big Bo- movie. Became a box office <laughs> sensation. <laughs> because he believed he could. <laughs> And now you know the rest of the story. Okay, anyway. And you know how the rest goes. <laughs> Are we done with our Christmas special? Yes, we're fine. <laughs> All right, yeah. Uh, Get Out leads with four nominations, including Best Feature, the references Director, the of us combined. <laughs> Screenplay, and Actor. Uh, other top noms include Lady Bird, Call Me By Your Name, I, I will. Columbus, and okay. the Florida Project, each with three. Okay. Uh, the, ceremony, the ceremony will take place on November 27th, hosted by John Cameron Mitchell. Uh, they will also they will also present tribute awards. Not just not just tributes. This is not a this is not an award. It is just a tribute. Yes. To Nicole Kidman. Okay. Dustin Hoffman. Uh huh. Sofia Coppola. Sure. Jason Bloom. Uh huh. Al Gore. What? And cinematographer Ed Lachman. This is not like the other ones. Is the cinematographer? No, <laughs> definitely not. He's definitely the vice president on this list. You mean the politician? Yes, that's how that works. Hey, all right. <laughs> sure. All Just right. Just because Sofia Coppola talks yes. about politics does not <laughs> make her a politician. Just because she's married to Thomas Mars of Phoenix does not mean. Wait. I think that does mean. Anyways. <laughs> that does mean that she too shall rise from the ashes. Okay. Like a phoenix. Okay. Uh-huh. Alright. Oh, he slipped. And he got his crotch. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways, moving on. What well, about movie pass? Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> what is there to talk about? Oh, more numbers coming for movie pass. Oh, you like your numbers. I love my numbers. Right. I also like movie pass because I use it okay. constantly. So what's up? Alright, so, movie pass projections are, they need to readjust their projections, because they're going to be a lot higher than what they initially thought. You don't say. Oh, yeah. They now project to acquire 3.1 million additional pay subscribers uh-huh. through August of next year. That's a lot. This exceeds the original expected growth of 2.5 million, as it currently... Nice. It has just passed 600,000 users, up from 20,000 as of uh, August, right before they made the $10 price cut. But, yeah. But here's the cool cool part. Okay. Uh, the monthly subscriber retention is above 96%. Good. So that's good. That means people aren't canceling, that people like the thing after using it for a month or so. Right. Speaking of, how are you enjoying using the MoviePass? I like it a lot. Okay. 
So there hasn't been any issues with it. So, do so they far, make no. you? Do they check like ID? No. Um, so, well, I don't know because I don't use the know. window. Oh, okay. I use the kiosk. You use the machine. I use the machine. And, and that say, just pops up a regular ticket? I, I, I choose regular ticket. When yeah. it says ask for credit card, uh-huh. I slide the movie pass card. Uh-huh. And it just works? And it works. And I like, right, that's like like literally seconds wow. after I say what movie I want. Wow. So so I could totally just use that thing. You could, yes. In theory. Yeah, because then you show, oh, you show them your ticket. Okay. So yeah, you totally could use my thing. You use my movie pass. So if there's a movie that you don't want to see, and I do. Yeah. We'll have to do that then. Yep. Okay, cool. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, that, that's awesome. Um, not that we recommend you at home do that. No, you just gotta tell me what movie <laughs> it is so I can buy right, it on so the app. Do it. Yeah. Because as long as I buy it through the app, right. it'll go directly to the card. That makes sense. And I mean, it, makes, it doesn't make sense, wonder, but it does. It makes some sense because they have to know. It's just it's weird that it because they're not checking, right? I mean, like the machine, the kiosk doesn't. No, the, the machine doesn't know, yeah. like, oh, wait, you're not this person. So you're just going to the AMC over here, right? The, the district? Yeah. Okay. On at The district and uh, the inspector also has it. Spectrum but also has it's inside. inside. But they have, the, yeah, they have kiosks outside, too. Uh, Spectrum. No, no, they have no. people outside. The kiosks. The, the robot kiosks inside. are just inside. Got it. Okay, okay cool. Uh, and yeah, I've used it at both, and yeah, it's just, it's just asked to slide it, and just you slide it, and they'll, they'll take it. All right, good to know. Uh, but yeah, so moving fast. That, I'm glad people are snatching that up because it seems like it's actually a good deal. Oh, yeah, it's definitely a good deal. So yeah, if you uh, like movies and you want to see a bunch of them, $10 a month. Yep. It's a steal. Oh, yeah. Okay, you, you, you just got to make sure that you go like twice a month. Yeah, to make it worth it. Yeah, to make but, it worth it. Yeah, or, of course or, <laughs> or if you go to like a theater where normal ticket prices are like $16. Yeah, which is like the spectrum. <laughs> yeah, which it is what, yeah, it saves your money. Cool. Okay. Uh, moving on. Yep. Uh, moving on. Movie. Yeah. Moving on. on to our final story. Okay. That's Dora, 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 the Explorer. No, that Exploradora. <laughs> Grab your backpack. And your boots. Something. Vominos. <laughs> okay. Back, What's up with Dora? Backpack. What's up with... <laughs> yes. Is Mac in here today? All right. Climb the mountain. Cross the river. Swipe or no swiping. Swipe or no Okay, we've done all the Dora the Explorer jokes. Now, what? what's up with Dora the Explorer? Uh, Dora is, has one last adventure. Because... What? Yes. She's dying? Well, she died. Past tense. She died? Yeah. Dora died? Yeah. What? Is that canon? Yes. Dora the Explorer ran on Nickelodeon from 2000 to 2014. Oh, so the show ended. Yes. The show Dora didn't die. <laughs> no. The show ended. Yes. They didn't kill off Dora the Explorer. It's not like Swiper like finally got her or something. Like well, that. she got replaced by Diego. All right, go Diego, go. Yes. 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 So yes, Dora with 172 episodes mm-hmm. ended in 2014. So okay, get to the cut to the chase here. Are they making a Dora the Explorer movie? Yes. Okay. There will be a live action movie. Live action. Box. Live action Dora the Explorer oh, movie from okay. Platinum Dunes. What's Platinum Dunes? Platinum Dunes is Michael Bay's production company. Oh, weird. Okay. They produce the Transformers movies uh-huh. and the Ninja Turtle movies. Uh-huh. And they will now be doing uh-huh. Dora the Explorer movies because they have a first look deal with Paramount, oh, with Paramount. who is parent company of Nickelodeon. Well, I mean... 
they're not necessarily the same well, Viacom. company, but they're Viacom. Via Viacom, yes. yes. Uh, yeah, that's weird. Um, I don't think he'll direct it, of course. But oh, still. no. No, uh, director will be Nick Stoller. Wait, what? That Nick Stoller? That Nick Stoller. Okay. Uh, Nick Stoller <laughs> of the of the Muppets. Yeah. And R-rated Neighbors. I mean, I think that's a good fit. He did a good job with Muppets for yeah. like a family film. Mm-hmm. I think this. I think that would. He he has a sensibility that I think would bring an interesting tone to a Dorothy Exploring movie. Right. I think there's an opportunity there. But here's a, here's a, a a question though, Dora the Explorer. If you recall, the motif of that show was about uh, like was exploring. No, 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 no. It was like remember how like, talking to the audience. But because it was like supposed to be like set up like a PC game. Do you remember there was like a cursor? Yes. And you click like the, the they would click on stuff. I feel like that doesn't play anymore. Will the movie have that same kind of thing? Well, what if I told you that okay. Dora, that the concept they're going with okay. is Dora is going to be lost in the jungle. The, okay. The concrete jungle. Wait a minute. Is this a crossover with Hey Arnold? No. What's going on? <laughs> no. The basic plot is centered on Dora, uh-huh. who will now be a teenager. Oh, God. Moves to the city. What? To live with her younger, to live with her cousin. What? Diego. Wait, 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 what? Wait, what? They're aging up Adora? Yes. Ew, why? Because you can't have a five-year-old from the, from the tree. Then you make the movie about something else. What is this, Wild Forebears? <laughs> I'm so confused. Okay, so it's a teenage Dora. Yes. Got it, okay. All right, well that sounds bizarre. I don't uh, know why they're making that. No sure. release date is set, but Paramount is eyeing a 2019 sure. release. Sure. Okay. That sounds like a dumb, uh, dumb thing, but maybe it'd be all right. I don't know. We'll see. Hey, moving on. Moving on. <laughs> that's over. Yes. Now that that now that we've explored, we explored. Dora. No. no Let's not do that. Jump to the big. Let's jump to another story here. We too shall jump. Yes. Jump! Jump! <laughs> to Over yeah. to, to sports. Sports is happening. In yep. fact, it's happening right in front of our faces. Yes, I'm hoping that happens again, yeah, actually. you wish. Uh, World Series of Baseball, in case you couldn't figure that out. Yes. It's happening. Yes. Not the World Series of Poker. Or the World Series of... Little League. Little League. It's the World Series of the Major League Baseball. Yes. Um, it's the Houston Astros versus the Los Angeles Dodgers, or home team here. Well, not really, but close enough. They're our home uh, team. <laughs> and yeah, it's, uh, game two is happening right now. They're tied 3-3, bottom of the ninth. So um, this will be continuing throughout the week, right? Yes. So catch that if you're a baseball person. Uh, world of sports, other than that, what do we got? Uh, football? Still happening? Uh, football's still happening. Uh, for those of you who are Packer fans and or Aaron Rodgers on your fantasy team. Yeah. Uh, Bad news. Yep. I think this happened actually last week. So he broke his collarbone? His arm. His arm? Yeah. No, it was collarbone. That's yeah. right. It was Carson Palmer <laughs> this past weekend yeah. who broke his, his arm, arm in London. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, and the hearts of many people. Yeah, Raj is, is yeah, is, is there. So, so yeah, uh, hopefully uh, he re- recovers before too much of the season goes away. So, But uh, so far, I'm not looking great. No. Uh, um, but yeah, so those games are happening. Yeah, so, yeah, football's still happening. Uh, baseball is wrapping up right now as we right? speak. Oh, no. no. Go get the extra innings. Extra innings it is. Okay. Yep. Uh, Everyone else? stood up thinking that was yep, it. That was that. Everybody walk off. Yep. Um, so, what about uh, other sports? Uh, hockey? No. Hockey's going on. Nope. Okay. Hockey's uh, just starting. Bas- basketball is just starting. Right. Um, yep. Basketball. Basketball just is started. just starting. <laughs> NASCAR is actually bad winding mitten. down. NASCAR it's bad. Is it badminton? Oh. Badminton. Badminton's just bad. Badminton. Okay, bad. that's it for sports. What else we got in television? Alright. In television, we're talking real briefly about CBS Access. Okay, what's up with CBS Access? So, we know how we mentioned how we mentioned that there's two tiers. The right. $6 ad tier and the $10 ad free tier. Yeah. Well, it's been out for about three or four weeks now. Yeah. It's been live. And people are trying to complain. To uh, okay. CBS. Because the ad free tier isn't necessarily ad free. Oh no. Oh yes. They pulled a Hulu. Oh yes. Or they pulled a Hulu two years ago. Yeah. Okay, what's up? What's the ads that they're seeing? So, for $10 a month, leave no ad service. Uh, well, at first, when it first launched, there yeah. were no ads. Okay. And people were fine with it. Right. But then after about a week or so... People started noticing that they'd show ads for other shows, other CBS oh. shows, at the end of the show. Uh-huh. So then they were, you know, it's at the end of the show. You already watched your show. Still technically ad-free, but there's an ad at the end. Okay. And then about a week or so ago, they started showing ads <laughs> in the middle oh, no. and the end. Of the show or other CBS shows. This is specifically in reference to Star Trek. Right. Discovery. Discovery. Yeah, Star Trek Discovery. As people paid CBS access to watch Star Trek Discovery. Right, because there's no other way to watch it. Right, only to notice that, hey, they're showing, you're giving me ads for other CBS shows. Now, is this considered ads? So yes, <laughs> when you immediately told said when you said uh, that they were showing ads at the end and it was for CPS uh, uh, things, it immediately reminded me of the HBO setup. HBO has a thing where they don't do ads either, except for other programming on HBO. But what killed it was when you said that they started putting ads in the middle of the show too. Yes, that's something that HBO does not do. Well, HBO <laughs> does the quick like bumper in the front. That's right. like um, like not even a minute that says, "Hey, we have all these other shows. Right. Check them out." Or or a trailer for a show. Yes, like they, they seem to oscillate between the two. Right, depends on what show you're watching, whether yeah. it be catered to you or not. So yeah, it makes sense. Uh, but yeah, this is so. If it was just at the end, I would be like, you know what, whatever. Right, not a big deal. You already would watch your show. It's it's trying to keep you on the app. Right, I get it. Makes sense. Makes sense. Like check out these other CBS programs. Right, like, don't don't go don't go to Netflix. Don't go to Hulu. Right, see how CBS has to watch this. CBS. What breaks it for me is the middle of the show. Yes. If you're paying ten dollars an hour for uh, an hour, 
Ten dollars. I'm paying ten dollars an hour. <laughs> Definitely paying too much. Yes. Uh, but yeah, it, uh, the, you shouldn't have something interrupting because I think that's what you're paying for. Yes. When it says ad free, that means no interruptions in your show. Right. And that's just BS. So yeah, I'm with them there. Yep. But yeah, they well, need to figure it out. Here, uh, well, here's the the counter action to that. The six dollar ad. Yeah. Is apparently very ad heavy. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Six dollars is not a whole lot. No. They, well, because they're figuring that you're already paying your all your money for Hulu and Netflix. You're just going to sneak in and try and get like a quick six bucks out of you. Yeah. And still fill it with ads. Yeah. Yep. Like, like, I'm already paying this much. I'll just pay for the cheaper option here. Right. Try and cheap out. But you're going to pay for it in ads, which no, if you're paying for no ads on Hulu and Netflix... Mm-hmm. Which Netflix doesn't do ads. Yeah. And yeah, you're going to immediately notice a big difference going to CBS Access with ads. Yep. Yeah, that's that's crappy. Um, hope CBS uh, thinks about what they're doing yeah. here a little bit. Or introduces another tier. <laughs> ad free premium? Hulu did that, remember? That's what I'm saying. Two years ago, Hulu, there was no version without ads. And then they finally introduced, that's why they introduced the $12, $12 the twelve ninety nine right. month, is because they're like, finally, a Hulu without ads. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, cool. But yeah, to that point, they all had ads, even the $10 a month one. But yeah. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. Back-to-back home back to back runs, Astros. Houston will tie this series up one-to-one. All right. Okay. And somewhere I hear cursing. Yep. Somewhere. Yes. Somewhere. Somewhere someone's cursing in Spanish right now. Close enough to, to Los <laughs> Angeles, where I'm sure we're surrounded by Dodgers fans. Yes. Okay. Uh, so moving on. That's the FCC logo. It is the FCC. What's up with the FCC? On Tuesday, they voted to eliminate a rule that required broadcast stations groups to maintain a physical presence in the community of their primary local coverage area. Interesting. Yes. This is interesting because this this elimination has actually been a long time coming and will, will potentially produce cost savings for for the stations. The National Association of Broadcasters actually supported this, supported the rules elimination, and has argued that it will free up funds for stations to spend on staff and programming. Mm-hmm. Now, if that all sounds like a bunch of gibberish... <laughs> That's kind of because it is. Yeah. So essentially, this is what it's saying. It's that, essentially, this is bad for small and local stations, as primary operations could pull out and relocate to bigger cities, or not even within the same state. Right. Yeah. You could have mega corporations, essentially, from right. a different location, Think good morning local stations. Think of, of Good Morning America, how it's just broadcast to everyone. And then it cuts over to, and here's what's happening in your neck of the woods. Yeah. Think of that, but for, like, every news station. Yeah. It would cover, like, the big events. Yeah. But most of the small stuff would get eliminated. So this is part of a larger trend of deregulation we're going to be seeing across a lot of industries. Right. So this is not surprising with this administration. Right. Uh, yeah, and it sucks. It's, gonna, uh, it's going to mean less local content, and you don't want less local content. Local content's already pretty much dead as it is. Right. So, yeah. Disappointing. Um, I mean... I hope for, it doesn't go too crazy. Which, which basically means that for stations trying to get, like, 
sponsor like sponsors trying to get coverage, they essentially rely on maybe two or three people yeah. to cover any particular city and then send those tapes <laughs> yeah. to a bigger station to funnel in to hopefully make it to to it's like what Clear Channel does on the stories. radio, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you've got we got a comment comment on the show here. Yes. Sorry guys, tuning in late. Back to back home runs, unreal. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um yep. Houston looks like it's gonna tie this one up. Uh the the big orange monkey already was up to bat. <laughs> big orange monkey. Okay, uh, yeah. moving on, what's our next story? Uh, yeah, so the, basically that's the FCC. Yeah, I mean there's not really much to say about that. It's just a like I said, it's gonna be part of a larger trend of deregulation in um, all industries and right. television. So get ready. It's not over. Nope. There'll be more of this. Okay. Uh, what else do we got in the menu? Well, like, like, whether this is like a good thing or a bad thing. I mean, not yet. Depends. We'll see. Not yet. It's it depends on how it's probably covered because, like, with the internet, you can cover anything at any time. Right. But it's just going to get less funding from broadcasting perspective. Yeah. We're just going to lose a piece of television history, potentially. Maybe. Yeah, potentially. Speaking of television history... Okay, what's up? <laughs> Jane Lynch's TV history. Uh, like, she's been on TV before? Yes. Well, yes. Also, like, most shows that she's... That have been tried to cater to her, like, specifically scripted shows, have come and gone. Yeah, that's true. And failed. Well, Jane Lynch knows this. So, because scripted TV hasn't quite worked out for her, she's uh, she has begun... Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. To call it BS on this. How long did freaking Glee last? Oh, no, I'm talking post Glee. Oh, well, okay, fine. If you're gonna have that huge caveat, sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, we'll show us where she's the lead. Oh, yeah, okay, fair. Alright. Yes. So, yes, um, so she's begun development on a daytime talk show with Telepictures. Okay. Telepictures also produces Ellen. Okay. On yeah. a weekly basis. Yeah. I could see her doing a talk show. Yep. The project is expected is expected to be a feel good variety show. Okay. That will feature Lynch's quote comedic take spin on everything from pop culture moments to real people with unique uplifting stories. Okay. Here's the catch though. It won't have any celebrity guests. Interesting. But it will still be filmed in front of a live audience. Uh, while talk shows with famous hosts really haven't fared that well, I'm looking at you, Harry Connick Jr. Yeah. Uh, we were thinking about that one. Yeah. Uh, that. Comedic <laughs> hosts, actually, yeah, have been work. doing well with uh, Ellen and Wendy Williams. Right. So, Jane Lynch works for that. Yeah. Because even though she's kind of done a host of different roles, she's known for comedy. Right. And she has hosting abilities right. with the um, Hollywood, the Hollywood game, game Night stuff. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, that, I think she's a good fit for that kind of uh, kind of show. So, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, this actually works out for her. Yep. Cool. All right, and that brings us to the last story, and the one I'm actually kind of most excited about. You need a clicker so that we don't I know. lean in every time. Right? I, no, no, I need, I need a, a, a mouse. mouse. We, we, I, oh, I don't have it anymore. I had a mouse. I had a mouse, too. Yeah. Our roommate had a mouse, too. It's true. No, she had a rat. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's this story that you're so excited about? All right. This one is comes from uh, Amber Ruffin. Okay. 
That name doesn't sound familiar. It's because you're not it does, watching. It does to me. Because you're not watching Late Night with Seth Meyers. So yeah, she is a writer and uh, constant uh, guest appearer yes. on uh, Seth Meyers' show. Yes, constantly with stuff. Uh, what I like is stuff Seth can't say. Yeah, apparently they did a bit <laughs> last night, and I haven't watched it. Yeah, and also uh, Amber's Corner or something like yeah, that. Yeah, she she does. <laughs> my favorite is that she does is Amber says what. Yes. Where she just reacts to all the news stories from the week by just going, what, in different ways. Yeah. It's great. It's great. But yeah, she's, she's cool. Yes. So what's up with her? She's getting a TV show. All right. Yep. Uh, Seth Meyers and Lauren Michaels will both executive produce a development deal with NBC. The show is called Going Dutch. Okay. It is co-written by Ruffin, okay. uh, Amber Ruffin, and Michael Starbury. And is based on Amber's life. Cool. It explored what ha- it will explore what happens when a woman who moves abroad to escape her overbearing family and the responsibilities of the family business returns home with her Dutch boyfriend. Ah. The boyfriend is a Renaissance man of sorts uh-huh. whose blunt outsider perspective might be exactly what Amber her family, and their business needs. Huh. Uh, this is based on a real-life story he has Amber Ruffin lived in Amsterdam and has a Dutch husband. Ah. A uh, little-known fact about her, she's the first black woman to write for a late-night talk show in the U.S. That is super depressing. That it took this long? Yeah. Yeah. But, good for her. Yes. Uh, that sounds like, sounds like a really interesting concept. That's, that's such a... That's a concept that I feel like no one else could sell, except right. with the power of Lauren Michaels. Yeah. <laughs> like, like no other network would put that pick that up. But that's great. And right. I'm glad my that only this my only problem with this is yeah. the name going Dutch it's, because yeah, it has right. that same like caveat as Welcome to Sweden. <laughs> God, yeah. <laughs> that brief show on NBC. Welcome to Sweden. <laughs> because it has that, I feel like saying yeah. moniker. People might overlook this. Yeah, I, definitely, I agree. I think this is gonna. Unfortunately, it sounds niche. Yes. When it should be, but hey, who knows? It could totally hit. We don't know. Uh, we'll have to wait and see when it actually debuts. So, sounds cool though. Um, right. Well, hope. Well, first of all, hopefully NBC picks this up. Yeah, exactly. It's, 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 it's got to have development deal first, so it has yeah. to be made. A pilot has to be shot. So yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah. But it sounds cool. Uh, would you cast Amber around? Would you cast Amber uh, as herself? As herself, uh, or would you cast someone else? Uh, I don't know. What's this year's Amanda doing? I know. So I was <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> she already has NBC friendliness, you know. right? And she's no longer doing us now. So yeah, she's probably now. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I mean, she could probably just start. Maybe. Yeah. She seems to be decent. I don't know if she want to. Is the thing right? Because so she's more of a writer. I mean, yeah, but she does she does a pretty good job with the stuff that she does on set fires. Right, so she does have some, some experience, experience of camera acting, you know. That's yeah, yes. Really I don't call I say in front, front front camera. It's such a sketch comedy. Front of camera, it's, it's yes. sketch comedy, basically. Yeah. Uh yeah. Uh, that's cool. I'm glad that that potentially will exist. Yep. I thought you would. Yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, next. And we got two cancellations. Cancellations. <laughs> no, First of all, what do we got? First up, <laughs> uh, Salvation on CBS gets huh. a second season. Yep. 
Better Things on FX gets a third season. Right. And Mark's favorite show, Casual, gets a fourth and final season on Hulu. Let's be real. I don't think he even watched season two or three. No. All right. Well, yeah, that's not surprising. That's okay. We still make fun of it for him. Uh, it was fine. It was fine. Star Trek Discovery will get a second yeah, season. Yeah, already. We'll get a second season, but that won't air until 2019. Yeah. Because the second half of the first season will air in 2018. Right, exactly. That is a CBS Access only show. Uh, Ray Donovan will get a sixth season on okay. Showtime and will reportedly, the storyline will move from LA to New York. Uh, Zoom on CBS gets a Zoom. third season. And. Big Mouth on Netflix gets a second season. I am shocked. I'm not shocked. I am shocked. I'm not shocked. <laughs> but sure. People like that show. Uh, sure, I'd watch more of that. I went... Oh, I didn't tell you this. No. No. So I went over to um, our friend Conscience place. Yes. Uh, so during the middle of the party, I, turned, I was like, oh, I went over to the, rest, to the bathroom. Yeah. But then I stopped because I was going to my corner of my eye. I saw that they were watching Broad City. Uh-huh. So we were watching Broad City. I mean, so we watched like well, I forget what episode it was. So we watched uh, the handbag episode. Right. Yes. Because Peggy and right. the Shinjo. Yes. That's a good episode. <laughs> and then after that episode, we really switched it to Big Mouth. Uh And everyone was laughing, and it was great. Yeah. People liked cool. it. Yeah, it's 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 a that show is an impossible barrier to get over, but once you get over it, oh yeah, it's, there's stuff to enjoy. Yes. But man, that is the ugliest looking show. It is the least appealing named show. It's just from the outside, it looks like the worst. Right. Thing. If I told you everything like yeah. about that show, it sounds like the least appealing thing. I said, like, "What are you talking about? No, why would you think this is ever for me?" Right. Exactly. And yet, <laughs> I enjoy it. That's why it was not on my radar at all. Because like I read the synopsis and I saw the animation, I was like, "That looks gross." Yes. That looks like a worse Family Guy. Yes. But no, it's not like that at all. It's it's just that's such a. Oh God! Plague! 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 All right. Yes, yeah, plague. One more. Okay. All right. So, uh, moving on. What's... Uh, deaths. Oh no! Uh, no, nothing else for cancellations. For you? Nope, that was it. Okay. All right. First up, we have Stan Kowalski, ninety-one, okay. American wrestler. Yeah. We have Rosemary Leach, eighty-one, actress. Uh, starred in A Room with a View, and The Roads to Freedom. We also have George Young, age 70, uh, was Australian musician with Easy Beats, songwriter for Friday On My Mind, and producer for ACDC. Oh, okay. Yeah. We also have Chuck Weber, age 87, football player for the Browns and Eagles. Yeah. We also have Scott Kuteski, age 49. Was Marilyn Manson guitarist? Right. Yes. We also have Paul J. Welts, 85, American astronaut. Patricia Llewellyn, 55, British producer of The Naked Chef and Gordon Ramsay's Kitchen Nightmares. Oh, wow. As well as producer for the U.S. version as well. Oh. And most of Gordon Ramsay's shows. Huh. Uh, she won an Emmy in 2006. For producing Gordon Ramsay's uh, shows as well. Okay. We also have Robert Guillaume Gu- 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 Okay. 
Robert G. Age 89. <laughs> actor in uh, Benson, The Lion King, yeah. and Sports Night. Uh, specifically, he was Rafiki in The Lion King. Yes. Uh, he was an Emmy winner as well. Yeah. In 1979 and again in 1985. Right. And lastly, the one that happened today. Yeah. Uh... Mr. Chubby Checkers himself. Yes. That's Domino. Right. So, did 89. you know that that's apparently why Chubby Checker was named Chubby Checker? I actually did know was that, yes. Was in response to Fats, Fats Domino. Domino? Yes. I didn't know that until today. Really? Yes. Oh, yeah. It blew my mind. Yes. I had known that they both existed, but I hadn't made the connection. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. This is, it, it was definitely a direct ripoff. <laughs> Chubby Checker, Fats Domino. Makes sense now. Yeah, didn't at the time. Yes, uh, yes. Fat Domino. Yes. Pianist and singer songwriter, uh, most known for Blueberry Hill. Yes. And I found ain't my that a shame? On Blueberry Hill. And ain't that a shame? Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Very influential. Very uh, probably. Yeah, especially in fifties. Yeah, fifties, especially yeah, rock and roll and rockabilly. Yeah. And blues. Yes. Very yeah. very important. Uh, yep. I was, yes, he's one of those questions where you wonder if he's still around. And well, now the answer well, is no. Know, but but uh, yesterday the answer was yes. Yeah, which surprised surprised me. Yeah, you know, figured like he died like somewhere in the nineties or something. You think? But yeah. no, so kicking eighty nine. Yeah. Uh, before he died, that's kind of crazy. Yep. All right. I mean, that puts him in like the teens, like when he like, when he first like appeared on the scene then. Yeah, like that's, that's really young. You'd have to be back then. Yeah, 50s-ish. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, is that it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the only reason I know the Fats Domino, Chubby Checkers thing yeah. is because I took, like, a, a history of music class. Oh, I think I did. And, uh, with uh, Professor C Sharp. Wow. <laughs> a Professor C Sharp. Yes. Oh, Professor Charles Sharp. Oh, wow. But, yeah, C, C Sharp. Sharp. Yep. Well, that's a perfect segue into music. Yes. Oh, okay. I want to do music now because video games is going to take a while. Oh, yeah. So we need to end with video games. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to jump right into the Billboard music charts. Your top 100, which is your singles list. Favorite All the song singles list. in the country the is Still list. Rockstar by Post Malone featuring 21 Savage. Uh, your number two song is Bodak Yellow Money Moves. Number three is 1-800-273-8255, Logic featuring the Leslie Car, I believe. Number four, moving up a dot. Feel It Still by Portugal the Man. And number five, entering the top five, Thunder by Imagine Dragons. I the cannot imagine the thunder, thunder, those dragons. Thunder, your top 100, which is your al- or 200, which is your album's track. Album. Debuting at number one this week is Pink's Beautiful Trauma. Ooh. Number two, Mr. Davis by Gucci Mane. Um, Mr. Davis is his father. Yeah, I Apparently. I mean, these Gucci names. So. Yes. Uh, number three, Colors by Beck. Number four, Stony by Post Malone. And number five, Love is Rage 2 by Lil Uzi Vert. Okay. That is your billboard. Yeah. What do we got in music news? New releases. We have 10 years. Oh, yeah, right. 10 years with How to Live as Ghosts. <laughs> we have Baxter Jury with Prince of Tears. Okay. We have Bootsy Collins with Worldwide Funk. Okay. Hollywood Undead, yes, that Hollywood That's, Undead. They're still around. <laughs> with five. Shocked. Uh, we have John Moss with Screen oh. Memories. Okay. Julianne Baker oh. with Turn Out the Lights. I didn't realize there was a new Julianne Baker album. Surprise. Cool. Kelly Clarkson with a new album, right. The Meaning of Life. Uh, we have 
Lee, uh, she also has a, a, a new song out on YouTube as well. Yeah. Uh, if you want to check that out. Uh, music video should be dropping, I think, tomorrow for that. Okay. Uh, we also have Leanne Womack, The Lonely, The Lonesome, and The Gone. Okay. We have Majid Jordan, what? The Space Between. <laughs> okay. We have Rachel Platten with Waves. We have Slaughter Beach Dog with Birdie. <laughs> yep. Stereophonics with Scream Above the Sounds. The Used with The Canyon. Okay. And Ty Dollar Sign <laughs> with Beach House 3. And lastly, a new Weezer album. Oh, that thing's finally out. Yes, Weezer with oh Pacific Daydream. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Weezer's always been up and down for me. I don't know. Yeah, that's... the last album was up, so I'm gonna go with the down on this one. See, two albums ago was my up, and then last album was like eh, losing me a little. Right. So this one, I'm like, the singles have not been good, so I'm scared. Right. So yeah, yeah, they already peaked, so they're kind of going down. Now. Yeah, that's what it feels like. Is that I really? Like no, 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 big comeback out album back is good, but I don't know if I can deal with it. This this drama anymore. <laughs> this Weezer roller coaster. Um. Uh, yeah. Uh. That'll be something. Yep. I might listen to that. I don't know. Maybe. Okay. And <laughs> moving on to music news. News. All right. The first news we have is the big one. The one maybe everyone heard. Yeah. The shot or the touchdown or the halftime show heard that we totally called this. Oh, yeah. We called this weeks ago. So, yeah, uh, Justin Timberlake. Yes. A man who was attending this game uh, as we speak. They showed him in the stands earlier. Okay. Uh, Justin Timberlake will be doing your uh, 2018 Super Bowl halftime show in January. Uh, with or without Janet Jackson, who knows? But he'll be there. Yes. Uh, Janet Jackson has expressed interest in returning should Justin Good have him. Could happen. Because, hey, why not? That'd be funny. Yeah. And then they do a reverse. Yeah. <laughs> where he has a wardrobe malfunction. Or, 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 or she goes for it, then he stops her, and then they break it to a different song. So I have an alternative theory. Okay. So, okay. So remember last year when I was... I don't know. I wasn't necessarily upset. I was a little disappointed that Lady Gaga didn't use her uh, halftime show to make some sort of statement. Right. So, watching that Netflix documentary uh, about yeah. Lady Gaga, she actually Addressed explains it. why she didn't. And the reason was is that she felt like since this was going to probably be the only time that she would ever be able to have such a huge world stage... That she would just focus on being, being like make, making it the most ridiculous, best performance ever. Right. So that was her focus. Because of that, I'm going to assume that there's probably going to be no kind of meta jokes here. I'm going to bet that there is no reference at all. No Janet Jackson. No reference at all to the uh, malfunction. I think Justin's going to go out there. I think he's going to do his hits. Do maybe a new single or two. And then... And just dance and sing his heart out, and then be done. Well, here's the thing, though. Yeah. I think he's yes. going to go and do the thing, and I don't think there's going to be any reference to anything that happened in the past. That's my theory. Well, yes, Justin uh, is currently working on a new album, so expect uh, some new singles to appear roughly around the same time, and he will perform those songs as well as his hits. Now, yes. whether or not those hits will include bringing out in sync, no, or Britney Spears? No. It's a different thing. No. 
And the reason why I'm saying no is because I think Justin Timberlake at this point in 2017 is such a solo artist known for his solo work. I don't think he... that The time that he needed to be associated with other people is gone. 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 <laughs> no, that's not even a Justin Timberlake song. Justin Timberlake wasn't sick. No, you know what I mean. It wasn't a solo Justin Timberlake I know. Uh, so yeah, I think that he is now so ensconced permanently in his solo role, I think that there's no need for him to be associated with anyone else anymore. I think it will be just Justin Timberlake. Well, you might be right, too, because in an interview that he did yeah. um, with the NFL, uh, as they did announce it this past Sunday, right. in Sunday night game, but in the interview he did, he said that he was going to do any like thrills, any like huge production work. He was going to go out there and sing. Yeah. He was going to look at past performances and then the same thing, like the print, like uh, mainly Prince's. I think he probably uh, no, last year. Yeah, like, I think he was probably thinking about Gaga's performance last night, last year. Just like she just went out there and did Gaga. Right. That's what you got to do. Well, you, well, except for the part where she was flying in and then jumping off and catching a football. Because that was freaking cool. <laughs> Remember how cool that was? He said none of that. He said no, nothing quite like that. <laughs> yeah, but but that's because she's Lady Gaga. He can never do that. Like, yes. he's going to do his own thing. He's going to dance. He's not going to be in the sky. Right. Also, he's a dad now. Right. He's 36. He's up the there in age. Yeah. He doesn't want to do a whole lot of risky, yeah. risky moves. Risky Six business. years older than Lady Gaga is right. for reference. So, yes, that makes sense. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, go. Set up. Go. Set up. Go. Set up. No. Safe. 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 Tied. Safe. All right. <laughs> We need to stop watching this. I don't know if we can. It's ruining this podcast, but it's great. I'm enjoying what's <laughs> happening on the screen. Um, okay. Where well, yeah, we? so Justin Timberlake <laughs> will be your halftime show. Right. So, cool. Uh, yep. Look for that in January. Yep. February. February? Fe- yeah. I thought the Super Bowl's in January. Usually. February. First week of February. Gross. It hasn't been January for a uh, while. Is it going to be an April Oscar year then? Freaking everything's going to be later? No. Okay, we'll see. No, it'll be end of March. Be right there. There's your say. 2018. Okay, uh, what's next? All right, up next is Kid Rock. Yeah. Yeah. So remember how Kid Rock was waiting for senator? Well, guess of what? Michigan. He's not. Yeah. It was a joke. All the publicity said for his next album. Because of course it was. Yeah. Uh, he went on Howard Stern to officially say, "No, I will not be running for office." Anyone who thought I was running for office was like. Completely out the of it. saddest part about this is that we all believed him, and that we all bought it because we live in such a weird post-ironic society now that anything is believable. Well, no. Here's the ironic. Here's the sad part about it. Okay. He because he was basically I don't want to say running, but basically sure. entertaining the idea yeah. of running for senator. That he was actually invited to the White House yeah. and had dinner with Donald yeah. Trump. And Steve Bannon to talk oh. about him running. I believe it. Yes. Because, again, we just were so post, like, we just, we've accepted that the world is ridiculous now. And we're just reveling in it now. We're just like, yeah, of course Kid Rock will be running for center. Of course we'll have Senator Kid Rock. Like, there was a bunch of great Twitter jokes over the last couple of months about, like, in 2023, like, or 2032, like, President Kid Rock is... Are inheriting the dead. Well, no, look, 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 the headline like two or three weeks ago yeah. was 
Senator candidate Chris, or yeah, yeah. Senator candidate Kid Rock comments on Eminem's diss of President right. Trump. God. Which that just in sentence would confuse the hell out of anyone like yeah. pre two thousand seven. Show this to someone <laughs> ten years ago with no idea. Yes, it's ridiculous. They're like, huh? What? what is no. Going on? What do you mean? We have another comment um, on the show here. Uh, no, 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 no. Just so please. <laughs> but yeah, so Kid Rock is definitely not running for senator of this year. Good. <laughs> Moving on, but. Speaking of Eminem, uh, what about him? He won a lawsuit. Okay. Uh, no surprise because he's Eminem. Or Eminem. Eminem. Yep. Uh, so Eminem won his lawsuit against New Zealand National Party. I thought it was going to be a bit against Eminem's for a second there. No. <laughs> uh, for copyright infringement. Okay. Uh, this was actually brought to light on uh, John Oliver's shows uh, last week tonight with John Oliver. Uh. Where he, where the New Zealand uh, National Party song was basically called Eminem esque, okay, and was a we, I guess we could call it now a blatant rip of sure. Eminem's song yeah. "Lose Yourself." Oh God! And the reason we can say that now is because Eminem won the lawsuit uh, for the ad, totaling four hundred thirteen thousand dollars. Damn, that's what he won. Uh, the New Zealand High Court found that there was. Enough similarities between the two songs to rule in Eminem's favor. Huh. Uh, the lawyers for Eminem's record label told the court that their decision uh, is a warning to sound-alike music producers and their clients everywhere. Hmm. Uh, this ruling will now set a precedent. I was going to just say the right word. In Australia, the UK, and elsewhere. So pretty much not here, but everywhere else. Right. International law. Yeah. Kind of where it's going to be now. Because God knows that our freaking song copyright law is all screwed up. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this is interesting to see precedent set, at least overseas. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, they should probably... They deserved it for ripping off a very famous song. I mean, song. yeah, we, you, we, you just heard it, right? Uh, no, uh, but I think I know what you're talking about. I think I've read something about this. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, or Angel came maybe. It's kind of ridiculous. Yes. But, yeah, um... But yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, they lost. Uh, here's your uh, WF. This game is tied. WF. <laughs> Baby is in center field. He made it to the World Series. Hashtag go Angels. <laughs> there we go. Uh, so yeah. Um, anything else for that story? Uh, nope. Eminem won. Eminem won. But yeah, the is the interesting up. part there. Uh, hopefully, the next time we have a a case of this brought up, uh. Maybe maybe we'll have actual data to reference here. Right, the the, the quote sound alike. Yeah, sound like, alike songs. Right, song copyright. Yeah. Okay. Well, because it was those, like strictly copyrights just pop up. Yeah. He's well, around too much. Yeah. And lastly, in music news. Yes. Uh, this upcoming October, this coming Friday, October twenty seventh, will be the uh, Lincoln Park at Hollywood Bowl right. benefit for Chester Bennington. We now have an official lineup, as over the course of the past month or so, fans have been commenting or tweeting saying that they will join Lincoln Park on stage. So, okay, the list now includes um, Blink 182, uh-huh. Sin Gate and M Shadows from Event Centerfold, 
A sevenfold. Sevenfold, yes. <laughs> centerfold. Avenged centerfold. Is Avenged the centerfold. <laughs> That's a very different band. Yes. Avenged sevenfold. Uh, Kiara, because she'll be singing heavy. Right. Uh, William Ryan. William Ryan Key from Yellow Card. Okay. Will he be singing Ocean Avenue? I don't know. <laughs> Well, because I know there's a place for him <laughs> on Ocean Avenue. Yes, I've heard that too. <laughs> uh, also, Machine Gun Kelly. Okay, sure. Jonathan Davis from Corn. Right. System of a Down. Okay. Oliver Sykes from Bring Me the Horizon. All right. The Bonfires. Uh-huh. Adrian Young. Yeah. Speci- oh, Adrian Young and Tom Dumont. Uh, Adrian Young. And then Tom Dumont. Okay. From No Doubt. Uh-huh. Uh, P.O.D. <laughs> sure. Zed. Uh-huh. Echo Smith. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. And DJ Z Trip. <laughs> okay. One of these is not like the others. Why the hell is Echo Smith there? I don't know. Why? They want to be like the cool kids. <laughs> Like, every other single person on that list makes sense. Yeah. Except for Echo Smith. Echo Smith probably wouldn't even know a Linkin Park song if he played it for them. <laughs> As we now know. Yes. They're terrible, They're terrible at, at songs. music from their era. Yes. <laughs> uh, most notably, uh, absolutely <laughs> that people noticed, uh, Jay-Z. Because they had two yeah, collaboration albums. He's a busy guy. Well, here's the thing. To be fair. Well, to be fair, okay. Jay-Z will be at the Honda Center that uh, same day. So he can't do both. Didn't say that. I mean, he probably could do both, even if he wanted to, because of situations where he has to be there for other things, and there's events. I'm sure there's reasons why. I'm sure he could literally helicopter in I mean, from yes. 11 and show up right at night. But it's easy for us to assume we know what his schedule is. Yes. We don't know. He could be booked the entire day because he has a gig. Right. He's Jay-Z. Yes, but Jay-Z will be at the Honda Center right. in Anaheim So on that night. Relatively local. Yes. But other than that, most of these bands do have some influence uh, from the Yeah, Park. influence from or influence on. Yes. Uh, there's kinda, it's kind of a mix of eras. Right. Uh, which is good. Uh, it seems like a lot of, um, a lot of their, um, their uh, label, label mates label, and yeah, a lot friends, of uh, genre, colleagues. Uh, genre colleagues, is colleagues is the word I was looking for. Exactly. They're peers. Right. So yeah, that's smart. That That's good lineup. I'm sure the fans will appreciate it too because that's right in line with that kind of thing. Except for freaking Echo Smith. Why are they there? Why? Well, <laughs> if you're like me, and I know you <laughs> are. <laughs> you are. Uh-huh. You want and to be like the cool kids that were No, no. And you are unable to attend the concert. Uh-huh. Because you, had, because you had prior concert plans. Uh-huh. That now got ruined. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, thanks, Luke Bryan. Thanks, Luke Bryan. Yes. Uh, what's going on? Yes. This will be live streamed to YouTube. Cool. Uh, starting at 7.45 on Lincoln Park's channel and YouTube Live. Cool. And, yeah, so you can catch that basically wherever you are. Uh, they will be running ads on it, uh-huh. but YouTube has said that those ads, whatever you generated, will go to the One, Life, One More Life Foundation, which is uh, cool. part of Lincoln Park. Great. And uh, helping uh, Chester's family and stuff. So just mash click on those ads. 
Yes, the one time you can click yeah, on the ads. Don't click on those ads. That's the, the one time I'll ever tell it. Yes. Tell you, click All on right. ads. All right. All right. Let's get rolling into what is going to be the probably deep. our longest segment. Yes. Get ready. Uh, where are we at now? We're only at an hour 12. We're exactly <laughs> hour 12, so we're not going to miss this point yet. I can tell you right now. We're going to spend about another half hour on this. All right, let's do it. All right. So, first off, we have the bombshell. Okay. That happened over this past weekend. Uh, I'll take this one because I know a lot about this. Okay. For multiple reasons. Okay. So. So. CEO of, well, well first of all, that's the NeoGAF symbol. Okay, so yeah. First, let's, uh, I'm going to briefly explain what NeoGAF is because I'm sure that most, most people uh, who would huh? listen to this are not crazy people like I am. I don't know what NeoGAF is. So NeoGAF is the, was, I guess, the, <laughs> I, guess we, now, I guess I'd say was, was, was the most prominent uh, video game uh, message board forum on the internet. Right. It was kind of known for being the place where people who are both fans of and involved in the video game industry to talk about new releases, about stuff about the industry. Um, for a while, it was the hotbed for like leaks, uh, uh, big leaks, and like um, and um, and uh, sales numbers. Back when sales numbers were released to the public, right. it was the place for discussions like that. Up until Saturday, where it imploded on itself in like a fiery trash storm that was yes. beautiful and both terrifying to watch. So the reasoning for this is a story that has become all too familiar on this podcast and something that we've kind of been talking about for the last month or so we kind of want to start avoiding but yes yeah, stuff like this here it is um so yeah men remain trash in fact this man uh the the owner of neogap the tyler, ceo and founder yes tyler malka yes um was um um alleged uh of a sexual misconduct um, by a close friend. Um, a close friend had posted on uh, Facebook that she had an encounter uh, with Malka um, during a trip uh, to a hotel. Uh, she then uh, kind of went into more depth about that they had been, they remained friends after that regardless of his uh, misappropriate, inappropriate encounter. Uh, but still, it was always kind of weird after that. So when this came out, uh, screenshots of the Facebook uh, conversation went viral, uh, spread, and uh, NeoGAP started imploding as moderators started basically uh, going rogue and saying that they didn't want to be part of the site as long as Malcolm owned it. And basically, uh, when moderators quit, uh, threads went wild and people just started requesting bans, people requested right. all sorts of things, just basically like, get me off of this thing, I don't want to be part of it anymore. And so the site basically will never be the same as it was. It is irrevocably gone forever. Just like that ball. Just like that ball. And just like this game. Um, So yeah, this this has two kind of effects. One, again, this is a story about... um, Men being creeps. Men being creeps and a woman who came out and told her story even though she didn't mean it to become as public as it did. And unfortunately, the internet does that to stories. Things right. spread like wildfire beyond your control in a lot of cases. She didn't, uh, except this podcast. Yes, except for this podcast. <laughs> spread it like wildfire. Oh, that, we do want you to spread this like wildfire. Not so much stories about uh, survival of uh, sexual misconduct. Anyways, um, the, so that's kind of the main thing uh, that, that uh, we're, it's, it's a good thing that this got out in the, front, like in the forefront. It would suck. Um, that uh, the biggest uh, conversation spot for video games 
was run by a creep. I'm glad that that's now not the case anymore. Um, that being said, the other half of this is that NeoGAF is dead. And this is important for kind of a couple reasons. One, it's important because it was the place that this stuff happened. Um, it was kind of known as the place where developers and people involved in like major companies in the video game industry talked to fans directly. In an era before the Reddit AMA, that was the place that it happened. It was like pretty much the only place that happened for video games. Myself, I have been visiting GAF for going on over 10 years now. I think I started about the same time I started listening to video game podcasts. So around 2006, 2007. So yeah, I've had 10 years of looking at this, uh, of, of this thing. And it's kind of where I got a lot of my video game news. It's where I got a lot of my video game information in general. Uh, it was something that I literally checked daily and is now not a thing. Um, it's been a very uh, popular story, like uh, thing going around in the video game uh, journalism industry that a lot of journalists got their start on GAF. A lot of journalists got their jobs from meeting people on GAF, talking to other journalists on GAF, etc. Mm -hmm. It was kind of the place, and now the industry doesn't have that. Um, just briefly, I want to bring up, uh, kind of wrap this up, trying to be quick. Um, Waypoint uh, did some great, uh, Patrick Kopik over at Waypoint did a really great story kind of going in depth on the allegations, on the effect that this has on the people run, running. He spoke to a lot of moderators. He spoke to the woman the, the woman involved and it spoke to uh, Tyler Malka. He was actually the only person who got his uh, him to comment on it. Um, so I'm not gonna go too in depth into kind of the, the back and forth that they had. Uh, if you are interested at all in kind of knowing the nitty gritty of the allegations, I would 100% recommend uh, digging up Patrick's piece over at Waypoint. So uh, waypoint.vice.com or waypoint.zone, I think, is also theirs. <laughs> uh, they have a bunch of alternative URLs. It's kind of a running joke for them. Okay. Uh, but yeah, check that out. It's great reporting, and it kind of goes in depth. But yeah, um, I, for one, of course, um, will miss GAF as a place. But hopefully this means that we'll find a better, uh, more progressive uh, place that won't have the same kind of problem. Well, look, I said that was already in effect. I just heard about this about three hours before we went live. Uh, I just read this on Twitter. Okay. So tell me about uh, this this site that some moderators started. Yeah. So because of the because some moderators or most moderators, let's just say, yeah, uh, are do this mass exodus from NeoGAF. Right. That they one are still in contact with each other because they just want to be part of part of NeoGAF. Yeah. So they're going to start their own website called Reset. Reset Era. Uh, is it Reset Era? Yeah, I think it was Reset Era. Okay, I, I, okay, I just read it as Reset. ResetEra.com. All right. Well, this will be a just like NeoGAF, but without him in charge. So, yeah. And be more uh, user-friendly, right. more discussions, basically more of an open forum than what NeoGAF yeah. was. Yeah, sounds cool. Also, one thing I didn't mention, uh, part of uh, what uh, Malka said in his statement uh, statements to uh, Waypoint was that he does intend on relaunching NeoGAF as soon as he can. Okay. Except with one major caveat. Uh, just take a stab. I want you to guess what he wants to bring back NeoGAF with the exception of something. He wants basically to leave out a conversations about something on this new version of GAF. What do you think it is? About him? Not necessarily just him. About staff? No. Staff infections? Think, think wider. Think bigger. Politics? Yeah. He wants, if he, he basically wants to restart it, but with the caveat that 
it's just about games. Okay. He, he wants to basically drop out, drop out any conversations that were larger than games. All right. Which I think is the stupidest thing they could possibly <laughs> do, because that was that was one of the things I liked about uh, kind of lit latter day gaff. Like in the last year and a half, they got to be a really a great place for conversations that were surprisingly progressive, and it seemed like a pretty safe space. Mm-hmm. But surprise, surprise, there was a milkshake duck hiding. <laughs> <laughs> we went over milkshake ducks yes, we did. months ago, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, so um, this new thing sounds cool. I'm going to have to check that out. All right. When that comes out. And moving on to... Uh, faster than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on. Right, moving on. Microsoft. Microsoft. So, unfortunately, Microsoft will be killing off one of its products. Oh, yeah, this is the other thing that happened. Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. Did you see my tweet? A couple, yes. <laughs> that's, how I, that's how I knew it was happening. <laughs> That and I saw the news story. <laughs> well, no, I saw your tweet. And then McDonald's. I the McDonald's. <laughs> McDonald's. Uh, the Connect is dead. Yeah. Uh, so, bye bye. I think he's staring at us right over there. <laughs> I just want to put like a tear on it. Spying on us. I just want to put like a tear on one. Like, yep. with the X. So, think so it's, yeah, if you guys crying. don't know what the Connect was, the Connect launched originally with the Xbox 360 as a. Uh, like, like, move, movement. It's yeah. The gestures. You are the controller. Yes, as they say. That was the big uh, selling point. For it was it. supposed to be a big deal. It ended up kind of just being a uh, novelty product. Sold really, really well initially. Uh, sold like hotcakes on the three sixty. It sounds like music games. Was introduced uh, for as a uh, pack in with the original release of the Xbox One, and then was slowly, slowly, slowly phased out as the systems has aged, and now they're ending production. Yes. Uh, only 35 million units have been sold since uh, since the Kinect debuted in 2010. Mm. Uh, but Microsoft will no longer produce it right. when retailers sell off their existing stock. Yeah. So, if you can find it, they will still sell it. But once it's gone, it's, it's gone. gone. Okay. Do you have any funny Kinect stories? Because I do. Uh, yes. Uh, the funny thing is that Microsoft will still no. support Connect yes. for customers on Xbox. Right. But ongoing developer tools remain unclear. No one cares anymore. No one's going to make Connect games. Right. But here's the thing that comes off of this is that people who were part of the Connect's original team of specialists have gone on to build essential Microsoft technologies. Right. Including uh, the Cortana voice assistant, uh, Windows Hello Biometric facial ID system, mm-hmm. and context-aware user interface. Right, so so the, the, the resources weren't wasted. They, right. they, the good things have come out of the Connect project. Yes. But I was asking you personally, do you oh. have any funny Connect stories? I remember when it first came out, going to like Walmart or Target and playing with the Connect, oh. but it was always like that the, the dance move game. Uh, uh, dance, the, shoot, the, the harmonics one? Yes. Dance Central. Dance Central. Dance Central. Yes. And, but it wasn't, but, and they were doing the IS solo. Yeah. <laughs> so they would have that at the first demo, but when the Dead Central 2 came out, yeah. they replaced that demo with IS cover <laughs> Han Solo. Oh, right. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> also, IS. IS. Remember IS? So my, my dumb Connect story is um, I was playing at home with my dad, the Xbox 360 Connect, right. um, and we rented 
or no, we got the demo for Connect Sports Adventures. And one of the cool things that it did while you played is it would take pictures like three times during your play session. Mm -hmm. So there was one where I think it was like a rowing minigame where you're like, rowing, you're wrapped down a river. And it would take pictures throughout. So there's a series of pictures of my dad playing this where he slips and falls, right? <laughs> so we're looking at the... He was fine. He recovered. Okay. But so we're looking at the pictures at the end, and it's literally like a perfect succession of get, like normal, off kilter, and like you just see his leg. <laughs> it was hilarious. It's my favorite thing. So yeah, the connect was a great thing. That was super dumb. That sucked. <laughs> yes. And slowly, like, it was I, great, I like, but it was terrible. Well, I liked, like, walking into the house and just yelling Xbox on. That was And cool. it would turn on. Yeah. But unfortunately, like, it doesn't do that. It doesn't, like, even if I just said it now, it didn't hear me. Yeah, there was a time where we just, yeah, we could just turn it on with our voice. Yeah. Now, Cortana has made things a little bit more complicated, so it's not as easy as it was. Right. Cortana, Xbox on. Right. And that will turn that it on. That totally worked. Right, because you have to say Cortana first now. Right. Which nobody wants to say Cortana. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cortana Xbox off. And maybe it'll work. Nah. <laughs> Not that <laughs> But anyways. So yeah, um, it'll be missed? Question mark? Not really. Yeah. I think that ultimately people realized that it was kind of a kind of a post Wii like, I don't know, video games are all about motion now kind of thing that was a hit for a little bit and just did not have staying power. Right. Uh, and just so you all know, PlayStation I did it first. This is true. Moving on. iToy. PS2. Yep. All right. Uh, moving on to the news that happened today, or yesterday. Last today? night. Last uh, night. Last night, there was a special Nintendo Direct where they announced uh, the day, uh, earlier that day, uh, day before, actually, that they were going to do it. And that was going to be focused on the Animal Crossing mobile game. Well, guess what? We now know what that thing is. So let's talk about Animal Crossing, Crossing Pocket Camp. Pocket Camp. Yes, this will be a free-to-play yes. with in-app purchases. Because of course it does. Uh, available on the App Store and Google Play yeah. by the end of November. No release date, just but by just the end of by the end of November. Uh, it is up, so the synopsis that they gave us is that it is up to you. Me. You. Oh. To build a fun campsite for you and your friends to enjoy. Cool. You are the camp manager, and with the help of Isabel, uh -huh. uh, you make the place your own by crafting furniture, amenities, and other fun items for your animal friends to interact with. Cool. Unlike Pokemon Go, this will not be an AR game, but said be full mobile. Uh, that's all I got out of it. Uh, from what I understand... It's Animal Crossing at its basic. Uh, they did, um, what was it, Fire Emblem for mobile already. Uh -huh. And that was a big success. So And Super Mario Run. Super Mario One was a big success. But um, Fire Emblem actually outsold Super Mario. Okay. Or, or Super Mario Run. But yeah, so expect this to be in the same vein. Yeah, I mean... Uh, people uh, like Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing's cool. I think that a mobile game in theory seems like a smart choice. Because it is something that you only want to do, like, a little bit during the day. Because you kind of run out of things to do in Animal Crossing. Right. You only do a certain amount of things every day. Right, and you Crossing. have to wait for the actual, like, game time, in-game time to run out. Yeah, it seems like this will focus on a lot of the, the more creative stuff, like designing things. 
right. which is also a, one of my favorite things from the original Animal Crossing. Keep in mind, I also haven't played an Animal Crossing since the GameCube one, the very first one. So yeah. I'm a little behind in Animal Crossing. So this will be cool to return to it. All right, let's see how this works. Cortana, Xbox, off. Let's see if that works. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well. Oh, then you guys aren't listening to this on uh, like on or near an Xbox <laughs> with your speakers, so that'd be bad. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that sounds all right. Yeah. I'll try that out in late November. Right. I mean, I must, I'll also check it out. I don't think that that I like about Animal Crossing is that it is like real time. Yeah. And it is uh, a lot of interactions, but at the same time, it's a lot of time investment. Uh, yeah. A lot of stuff like. What was Farmville? I want to bring that up, but yeah, like stuff like that where you could have to constantly check. I feel would work. Like it could be brought back something like that. Yeah, I'm across. You could do it. I'll give it my stuff. It could be cool. So we'll check that out later. November report back potential. Okay, uh, and that now. brings us to our last story. Okay. And our largest story. Is it a story, or is it our thoughts? It's actually both. Okay. Well, the story is that PC players, uh, today, no, yesterday, yesterday, uh, finally get their grubby little mitts on Destiny 2. Well, most PC players. Yeah. So, that's the story I got. Okay. <laughs> as uh, the PC version of the game, as... Uh, had some security issues attached to it. So Bungie had to issue a statement. So first off, Destiny 2 cannot automatically ban you. Only Bungie can ban a player after a manual investigation. Okay. And that they are banned, well, and because of this caveat, or in light of this caveat, Bungie has banned approximately 400 players on PC. Yep. Uh, the bans were applied to players who were using tools that pose a threat to the shared ecosystem of the game. Uh, Bungie did not and will not issue any bans for the use of overlays or performance tools, including Discord, XSplit, OBS, RTSS. Uh, Basically, those are just streaming overlays. Streaming overlays. Well, Discord's also a chat overlay. Yes. So, yeah. Just normal stuff. To that rally. And so, basically, those people were okay. It was everyone else. Um, basically, they were banning uh, hardwares, yeah. hardware bands, and not ISP bands, from when the beta was active and continued to initiate those bands through the uh, upon its release. So, when the beta came out, like, a month ago, and people were starting to go through the code and making mods for it, uh, Bungie shut them down with a ban. Yeah. Back then. That ban was still in effect when the PC official game was released. Thus resulting in still 400 people being banned. So people go online and say, like, well, why am I banned? Like, I played through, like, ten, like the first campaign and then it banned me. Why? <laughs> it's like, because you already messed up your, I don't say time, <laughs> but you already messed up during right. the beta. Right. It's like retroactive kind of thing. It's like, no, this is from earlier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, don't cheat. Yep. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of 
don't know what I can tell you. Right. I mean, that's basically it. She does never prosper. And Bungie is on top of that. But you know what does prosper? Loot. Loot. Sweet, sweet loot. Sweet, sweet loot. And so, yeah. So, now we're going to give our thoughts on Destiny 2. We played a lot of Destiny 2. Oh, we played a lot of the past week. We... We played a ridiculous amount. Crushed it. We played through two whole games. I mean, like, through, through, through two whole campaigns. And yet, we're still not even close <laughs> to finishing all the content on that disc. No. Which is really great news. I mean, that should tell you right away, if you, like, were skeptical about Destiny 2 and thought it was going to do repeat of Destiny 1, the fact that we just said that, that we played pretty much nonstop for, like, four days in a row now, yeah. and we still haven't run out of things to do in that game, that's incredible. That's that's an advertisement that you should get this game. Right. I mean, we granted we did complete the campaign. Yeah. But everything outside of the campaign, there's a lot is of still a lot to do. A lot of post game content. There's a lot of during the campaign content. That's a lot of optional stuff that you don't even have to touch. That's just there waiting for you. Right. And of course, it's a little bit about like the crucible stuff. And there's crucible stuff. And there's raids. And there's, and strikes. And there's strikes. And there's just so much in this game. So okay, right. we need a. Back the train up. Burp. Back up. So yeah, uh, we briefly talked about just a few weeks ago how we played Destiny 1. Uh, for reals for the first time. Even though we had technically touched it at launch for like eight or so levels. Dabbled in. Uh, right. But we didn't actually give it like our full attention until recently. So we played through the disc content. The disc content? On yes. uh, of Destiny 1 before we did this. And... Because we were so late to Destiny 1, a lot of the changes that they had made uh, to that game were in effect. So we pretty much played a modern version of Destiny 1, the most modern version of Destiny right. 1. So Destiny 2 is not too much of a difference from that modern version of what Destiny became. But the changes that they did make um, are noticeable, and I think really helped streamline that game. Mm-hmm. It's really, really fun moment to moment. They really refine just the action of playing Destiny. You're constantly fighting things. It's never not fun. It's never boring. Right. None of the enemies like are too annoying. They're reasonably annoying towards the end. Yes. Um, there is a lot of dying, but yeah. it's also like, oh, I died because yeah. I got overwhelmed because yeah. I didn't play this right. The, not because the game was right. sucking my... Whoa. What was the game doing? Uh, like, like sucking my ammo sucking, dry sucking and ammo. I'm not doing okay. anything. Got it. I mean, yeah, it seems like the difficulty uh, ramp is reasonable. In yes. Game. It seems like when it when it should when I thought it was going to get hard, it got hard. Yeah. And that's good. I know. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it like, uh, the, and one of the other things that it does really well is that it's just a constant, constant drip of loot. Like you're oh, yeah. constantly getting new stuff and it's always stuff that's better. Like, this is not, like, Borderlands, where you're you're spending, like, hours wondering, like, am I ever going to get a better shotgun than this? Yes. Am I ever going to get a gun this good? Because I keep finding all this crap, and I'm throwing away most of the weapons I get. Not here. Right. Destiny 2, every time you beat a mission, you're getting, you get something from it, and it's usually, like, eight times out of ten better than the thing you have. Yeah. And that's great. It makes you feel like you're constantly improving, and it's super addictive. Mm-hmm. It's just you want to keep playing because you want to keep getting better stuff. It's where you get into kind of the accoutrement that things kind of like aren't as great. Like, I mean, I talked about this a little bit when we were streaming some Destiny uh, yesterday, but uh, 
just the stuff with the shaders and like the usable stuff, like the stuff that like this lasts for four hours. Right. Isn't a great look. And I know that it's there because they're trying to sell you magic matches. But besides that, though, there's not much to complain about here. It's uh, more Destiny. Uh, so if you enjoyed Destiny 1 at all, this is something you should try, at least. Um, it's a lot of content, and um, it goes a long way, and it's a lot of fun. Story is incomprehensible, but besides that, it's a fun package so far. And I'm excited to see what they do with it going forward with support. Right. I mean, you don't play Destiny for the story, yeah. mostly. It's basically drop, drop in a plant, shoot anything that tries to kill you, yeah, and do whatever the mission says. Right. But what more do you need from that? It's does... You're not in it, like, like for most, well, I don't say for most games, yeah. but for shooters, you're not really in it for the story. You're in it for the loot, the experience, and... The skill tree. Right. And that skill tree is great. It's fun. I mean, it's, it's not fun. my favorite skill tree ever. No. I think it's a little kind of boring that it's an either-or scenario oh, yeah. for the a lot of the stuff. I kind of wish that it was more branching paths and it was more intricate. Also, I wish there were more points. The fact that it level the level caps at 20 feels low to me. And I feel like I want more progression. And I know that the rest of progression is just loot. You know that if you complete missions, it'll give you skill points? Yeah. Yeah. I know that. It's just, it's not, I don't need it. What I'm saying is I wish the skill trees were longer so I would need more skill points. Oh, so you want. I don't need any more skill points. Right. I've maxed out everything. Yeah. So yeah, like that, but that again, at the end, the complaints we're finding are stuff that, are, are stuff that, that seems ridiculous for like Destiny 1. It's like, no, we want more because, not because there's not enough, just because we be given so much right that and yeah the precedent of course is that they will continue supporting this there will be expansions we're guaranteed uh two proper expansions uh at least two proper story expansions yeah. and of course more down the line right like, like raid right raid expansions yeah. and stuff yeah so the one thing we haven't touched is the raid um I'm well that's all because we haven't reached that level yet i have no, i just no, did no, you're not. i unlocked the raid no, no, no. You're still on your level, though. Well, yeah, but I unlocked it. It to it shows up on the menu now. I just have to get to uh, 260 line to get it. Well, no, 270. 270? Yeah. Okay. But that's, yeah. that's what I say. Because like, if you try and do it, it'll say... No, yeah, you I can't, say you do, can't do, do it, it, but I unlocked it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Played there. Um, well, that's what I said. That's what I'm saying. Like, you can't do it. I just this can't is why do we it. haven't done it. Yeah. But uh, eventually, um, I'll get to the stuff. So, yeah, I'll try to kind of clean up the stuff we have. I haven't touched yet. Uh, I want to jump into the Crucible actually watching you play it. It's like, oh, you give it a try. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, now that I have, like, now that I've finished the game and I have, like, better weapons. Yeah. It might be all right. Yeah. I want to go in there with a good scout rifle. Right. Oh, actually, that's funny. I didn't, because I was doing some of the stories and big fixing the stuff, yeah. I didn't see what you actually got, like, at the end of the game. Uh, like, sure the weapons and stuff. It was Ingram's, so that's the thing, is it's no guarantee. Um, right, because I'm sure the weapons that I got were different than the weapons that you got. Yeah. Because my weapons are, like, my my main is, like, a, it's an automatic weapon. It's an auto rifle. But it's got, like, a hundred round mag. Oh, cool. So it See, runs, like, a, like, my exotic, like, a sub. Like, my exotic that I got yeah. for the exotic Ingram was a power weapon. A grenade launcher. So I'm never okay. going to use it. That's the problem, is I got a crappy one. I wish I had gotten a kinetic weapon, but I didn't. 
Yeah. Uh, but that's fine. Uh, I'm sure I'll have more opportunities to get exotic ingrams as I do right. more stuff. Oh, and one uh, thing about this is that you can wield a sword. Yeah. It's great. There are swords. It's awesome. Yeah, they seem cool. You don't you don't seem so hyped on a sword, but I am. I think it's all right. I mean, it's because I'm not a melee guy. Right. I, I, I like to hang back. Oh yeah, so, because I'm always, right. Because I'm always up in front of the right. fray. I adore the sword because I can basically one hit warlocks. That's cool. And like and soldiers, and, and basically anyone. One it's, or two hits. Hit strong. Yes. Did you like that picture? Yes. That was the very, very first hand cannon I got in the game. It was called Headstrong. Everyone gets that. And so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Takes two hits. It's all that. Because you get after like, the first mission. I was yeah, like, ah. Headstrong. Headstrong. But yeah. Uh, so yeah, obviously, the fact that we're talking about this so much means that it's cool. Yes. And I'm kind of sad we didn't play it when it was like new. But uh, it is new to PC players this week. Right. So there's that. Uh, but also, uh, I mean, it's one of those that will keep getting updated and keep having stuff happen to it, so it won't right. get old. That being said, uh, I, I feel like I can step away from this game, <laughs> and then come back when the expansions come out. Right, exactly. Because I have hit that level cap, and we'll that there's not a whole lot for me to gain, but in terms of like, just like bettering my loot or bettering yeah. my gear... Which I can or yeah. can, which I can or cannot choose to do. The cool part is, is by the time that the expansions come out, there'll be a cheap like ten dollar copy of GameSpot, GameStop that you can go pick up and then spend the money on. No, 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 <laughs> no. The only reason the GameStop one was cheap was because C two was yeah. already announced and coming out within like a month or so. I can't I? Okay, yeah, so. but hey, but do you expect it to go on sale probably, especially with um, yeah. but like uh, Black Friday sales coming up, right? Regardless of what we're saying, though, right now, I would 100% recommend this one. Yes. This would be a buy if we were doing the scale. Yep. Patented media boat scale. This is, yeah, go out and pick this up because it's a lot of fun. Uh, the one caveat is you do have to have an online subscription, so that's Xbox Live Gold or PSN account to play this as it is online only. So yes. those of you who do yes, not we'll have... Yes, uh, unfortunately. Yeah, could we, not we, we play. We've this out, unfortunately. But yeah, so those of you who could not... Um, who don't have the ability to play online, don't have a constant connection, no destiny for you. But uh, if you do, it's a no-brainer. Go pick this up, play some of this. Yes. It's a lot of fun. And with that, that will that wrap, wrap us, us up. up. That, exactly. Yep, 142. 140. We'll wrap us up. All right, cool. So, yeah. So, let's, let's, uh, yep, so let's uh, plug us. Yep. Thanks for listening to the Media Well Podcast. We will be back, of course, on Wednesday night of next week for another episode of media boat yep 8 o'clock p.m pacific is when we do the show you can watch live on our youtube channel just go to youtube.com search media boat podcast and you'll find our channel there you can also find the audio yep. version and, of and we, we, we we chat with you yes we chat with you we chat with you guys um yeah if you uh if you like uh, prefer the audio podcast in your ears you can also listen to us on apple podcasts you can also listen to us on other uh, uh podcast equivalents uh, wherever you download your favorite uh, podcast will probably be there hmm. too. You'll also find our website, mediaboatpodcast.com, is where we post all of our news, features, and stuff about our podcast and our uh, game streams all in one place. So catch mediaboatpodcast.com for all that and way, way more. You can also help us out on patreon.com. You can donate as little as a dollar a month to help us uh, pay for this amazing content that we make you. And make it more amazing. 
so definitely check that out if you are dealing, feeling generous these days. Uh, lastly, we do video game streams every Tuesday night. That's twitch.tv slash mediaboat. If you go there, you can find uh, uh, every Tuesday we'll find we'll be playing something. Sometimes it's sports related. Sometimes we'll use that as kind of our outlet to talk about what's happening in the week in sports. Sometimes it's just a new game is out and we want to talk about it. Yeah, so, so we may be playing Wolfenstein next week. Yeah, if we get it in time. We get it in time. No guarantees. Right. Uh, that's all on Gamefly. Uh, but yeah, we uh, I'll try to play some Wolfenstein sometime next week, if not Tuesday. So yeah, uh, we will be back on uh, Tuesday for a video game, back on Wednesday for the podcast, so check us out then. In the meantime, we will be gone, so have yourselves a good week. Yes, and also have a safe Halloween. Yes, Halloween. As next we will Tuesday. be back, yes. Oh, on... God. Maybe we won't do a video game stream on Tuesday night, because that will be Halloween night. Why not? I don't know. Or we could do a creepy game. Yeah. I'll find, like, a, a scary game. Or, or I was thinking, like, we'd have people over and do that um, oh, Jackbox. Right. I don't know. We'll we can do maybe do Jackbox. Maybe. Oh, we'll figure something yeah. out. We'll see you guys later. All right. Bye. <laughs>